Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. What up? Welcome in. This is The Herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening to the show. Thanks so much for making it part of your day. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd. And for the next couple hours, I want to talk sports with you. Well, another all-star game in the books. And um, Jason Stewart, my esteemed producer alongside uh, Jay, I, I don't want to profess myself to being somebody who's not uh, fully open about my TV viewing of sports and um, since 1993 I believe it was when Magic Johnson hit his last shot in the All-Star game in Orlando I had if I was in an airport and walking by if it was on in the background noise I had barely seen any All-Star basketball barely seen any All-Star basketball Uh, but I was with a, a buddy of mine at a bar in Oklahoma City uh, in a new area called the West Side Village, uh, which is really cool. And we watched the three-point shooting contest and the dunk contest on Saturday night. That was a debacle. And um, the dunk contest was a debacle. And the All-Star game, I didn't mean to. It's like one of those, oh, who put this on my television, where I sat down and literally spent 30 seconds and was blown away, blown away by the, it's not that there wasn't enough effort. It was like the willful disdain for effort, right? There's a, there's a difference there. And there's a difference there. It's like teachers will tell you this all the time. Like sometimes you just, you just go through the motions and you get a C. You almost have to try and get a D or an F, right? You got, you got to like try, Try these days. And I'm trying to factor in, I don't want to do a show where we're just like, the All-Star game sucks. Let's take some calls. 877-99 on Fox. Doug Gottlieb in for Cohen. Uh, yeah, the All-Star game sucks. The NBA sucks. I'm never going to watch it again. Like, like that, that's, There's no level of productivity there. There's nothing interesting there. We can all agree that the All-Star game sucks. 
And I think there's a portion of it where you go, hey, we operate under this premise that basketball is somehow like baseball or somehow like football, where if you were to go hard and actually try, there's a risk of injury. Is there a risk of injury? Yeah, sure. But, I mean, there's just as great a risk of injury, in all honesty, of all of those dunks because all of those landings, you land wrong one time and you have the same, it's the same risk of injury. Generally, guys are not hurt in the NBA in contact moves. Just not. And it's not like pitchers in baseball where you can throw out somebody's arms. And it's not like football where you can get a concussion or you can tear an ACL or break a leg or whatever. Like, show me when that's happened. So I do think there's a portion of this, like, we've tried to, uh, we, we haven't tried to, we've clearly made Athletes believe that they're putting themselves at some sort of risk if they're competing in their chosen sport outside of championship-level competition. Right? But I think there's something more at play here. The first thing is it's very, very obvious that it feels like none of these guys, none of them, truly understand how they make their money. It's one of those things that when, when you're in business, it's like everyone usually figures out, all right, what's the most I can make on a contract? How do you do that? Well, you get leverage. You get multiple offers and you try and the job you want the most, you try and get the most out of. Doesn't mean you always take top offer. Right? But then once you get in the business, everyone I know would encourage you, how do we actually make money? And how do we actually make money? And, and yes, the, the TV deals, which, by the way, the NBA is ongoing and negotiating. Like, do, do we not know that that's, you know, that this is a bad look? Don't get me wrong. The new TV deals, I'm sure, are going to be, you know, 2X or 1.5X of the previous deal. Because even though we're, it feels like cable is dying, there's always going to be a service, streaming service now, that needs a volume of live sports. Like, that's really the play here. The NBA is a volume play for whether it's ESPN, ABC, or if NBC gets back in, TNT. It's a volume, right? It's two and a half hours on a given night. They can do wraparound shows. You know, they give you lots of volume, back-to-back double headers. That gives you an entire night of programming. And while the numbers may not be astronomical, they're solid. Right? You get like a million people, and you get the right demo. Young men like to sit down and watch, and they gamble on it. But when you give no effort in what's supposed to be the celebration of the sport, Remember, that's like a corporate event. They bring around all the executives. They bring around all the sponsors. Hey, look at all the shiny glitz and glamour. And there's LeBron and there's Steph Curry and there's Giannis and there's Jokic and there's Luka and there's Tatum. And there's all these other magnificent, magnificent basketball players. This is not me telling you these guys can't play. It's the frustrating part is they're not even trying. Like it's not even fun. It's, it looked like if you play pickup basketball, it looked like the last game. Right? You know that game when you go and play and you get to like, oh, they're done. Yeah, everybody's, right? they're done. 
guys aren't getting back. You know, they're pretending like they're playing defense. They just throw a hand up. It's terrible. But I, I think I think what we have is a generational problem. And again, when, or maybe this is the first time I've said this here. Doug Gottlieb been for Colin. This is the herd. I don't blame guys that are in their 20s. Right? Because this is all a reflection of how we feel in our 40s. Right? They react to how somehow we felt like our childhood or I, we didn't like, I mean, and now we, we look back, we're like, man, I kind of liked one of how I grew up or whatever. But the way that basketball players specifically are treated at such a young age, if you don't like that all-star game, the crazy part about it is you go and look at, I coach youth sports. I have a AAU program and you go to all-star camps. There's no teaching anymore. And there's no defense anymore. There's no passing anymore. At least occasionally they'll get aggressive because they don't want to get embarrassed, you know, when they're somehow on YouTube. But this is what all-star games look like throughout the pantheon of levels. It really does. We have a generation of players that take honor for granted. Like the greatest honor you can have is to be told you're one of the 24 best players in the NBA. Right? There's 8 billion people, 4 billion men or boys, males. Right? And of those 4 billion, there's 450 NBA players. And you are the 24 best in the world. And for that honor... You receive untold millions of dollars in contract. You get free everything. We take care of you. We treat you like your absolute gold. And all we ask of you is for two and a half hours, three hours on a Sunday night, could you at least for a little bit guard somebody? Just give me a sense that you give a damn. But you don't. You don't. You take honor for granted and this is a societal problem right when when we allow it and continue to allow it and you're like what are we going to do what are we going to do in the NBA they have to have an all-star game because they make a lot of money on it but at some point it just becomes a level of embarrassment LeBron said I think it's something we need to figure out. Obviously, from a player's perspective, it's fun to get up and down. But at the end of the day, our competitive nature uh, doesn't have free-flowing scoring like that. Like, bro, you're LeBron. This is your league. Right? And part of it is LeBron has always said, man, I just want to be liked by people. Like, ah, eh, that's not really how it works. It's a direct reflection of the leaders of the league as far as players. If this is, if you want to be a players-run league, well, then we're all screaming out, you guys are embarrassing yourselves. Because at least the Harlem Globetrotters are funny. And look, you're amazingly talented, but that was just a terrible watch. And then on top of that, here's Jalen Brown, who, I mean, I... Jalen Brown coming out of college should have been in the slam dunk contest. Jalen Brown now should not have been in the slam dunk contest. 
Here's Jalen Brown when he was asked about the NBA's 65-game minimum for postseason awards. I do believe that if you win any type of award, I think you should have to play a significant amount of the season. Like We've got guys to play half the season and win MVP. I'm not a big fan of that. But maybe 65 games might be a little too s- severe. You know, Maybe they lessen it to 58 or something like that or, or something a little bit less. 65 is a little bit tough, but I definitely think that to win awards, you should you should play for majority of the games. <laughs> I hope you should play a majority of the games. Just less of a majority of the games. Just less of a majority of the games. Right? Well, by, by majority, what do you mean? Well, there's 82 games, so majority, are you trying to say, okay, we just you got to play 42? Oh, look, I think you need to really play to get those awards. Just not that much. Oh, Jalen's new contract is going to make $286 million guaranteed over five years. How do you make that money? You make that money from showing up every night. I don't know. I, I just, I love basketball. I'm blown away by these guys' talent. I don't understand it. I don't, and I don't understand how they don't watch it. And it's one of those things where, like, we're all pointing out the problem but, you know, all it comes from is it, this is LeBron with who his coach is, right? I, boy, this is a real issue. I wonder how this is going to get fixed. The only way it gets fixed is if LeBron James and Kevin Durant and, and you know, all this, I mean, they looked like, I mean, that's why Damian Lillard flourishes because you don't play any defense. You don't have to. And there's a trickle down to all that. I'm not going to sit here and go, what about the kids? But. Kids do what they see on TV, what the best of the best do. And we have raised a generation of people who are never held accountable. It's incredibly difficult. When you're an AAU coach, if you're too demanding and you don't have the buy-in from the parents, like you can't sit a kid if he's not passing. If you do, he goes to another team. The same thing happens in high school. The same thing happens in college. And in the NBA, if you're too mean, now the player, we all, we're all, we want players to be able to demand where they're going to play. This is what you get. This is what you get. Player run league, right? Okay, well, your product stinks. You make your money because of the volume of games you have in the regular season. You make your money because this is a big corporate sales sort of event celebration of the sport. And all you get is, I mean, even people that complain about, it's snowing in Indiana. It's February, dude. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you expect? Indiana is as good a, a city to have a convention or a big event as any in the entire world. Ask anybody. They know how to do it. Yeah, the weather's bad. All right. It's basketball. It takes place in the winter. Inherently, you're going to have spouts of bad weather. It's not football. It's not that big a deal. Just the constant complaining nothing's good enough and then not even putting the effort or energy towards it to act like you're honored by being there. I I really think that's it. I am not old man get off my lawn. I'm speaking for all reasonable people. We've, reached, we've, we've raised a generation of people that take honor for granted. Owning Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's easy. 
with full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app. The vehicles are electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. I'm Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin. Hey, happy President's Day to you. Coming up next in the herd, one NBA coach didn't make it to see the other side of the All-Star break. I'll tell you who and why next. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Gottlieb, in for Collins, The Herd, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Rick Buecher in about five minutes. 
Discover, did you know that uh, Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as zero-dollar fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Look, I understand that that part of the pomp and circumstance of of the All-Star game is gone and it will never return. Right? When, like when, let's just be honest, like when we were younger, you know, you go back, you go back to when, like when we were kids, you, you couldn't see all of these players play. Right? There wasn't a league pass. You didn't have, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, NBA games on TV. You had Sunday games on TV. That, that's what you had. So some of this is the proliferation of sports, NBA on television. I mean, the same thing in baseball. Baseball has always been this great all-star game. Okay. Obviously, we've got uber protective of pitchers, and that makes it hard to have a real game. But the other thing that's changed is you have interleague play every series of the year. Every single series, you're going to have interleague play because you get 15 and 15. And you can watch anybody play. So it's not the first time. Like, I've never seen... Like, when, when Vlad Guerrero was in Expo, you saw him on SportsCenter, and that's about it. Then you got to see him in an All-Star game. Right? Same thing when Ken Griffey Jr. was a Mariner. You never saw him play. So you watch him in an All-Star game. In the NBA, it's it's much the same. But we've seen all of these guys. So I, I understand that the, the lure of the All-Stars is never going to be the same because we've seen them all. And frankly, most of these guys have switched teams. So we've seen them play with each other or against each other, even though they still you know, only get the Celtics twice in L.A., you know, you only get the Nuggets twice, et cetera, et cetera, when you're east to west. But, I mean, just the willful disdain for any sort of effort. It's hard to watch. Let's get to Jason Stewart with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. You just brought back great memories of Vlad Guerrero as an expo. Um, I miss the Expos. And I know we've spoken about this on our show regularly, but I, the, the Expos hat is such an underrated cap. Like if I had to wear one throwback cap, and I'm not prone to do that, I think the Expos would be it. And that's a great memory of Vlad Guerrero. Do you know what the, do you, uh, here, here's one. Do you know what the Expo hat symbolizes, right? I know what it symbolizes now, but what's funny is it took me like 38 years to actually be reminded of what it looks like. It, you know, the, the other one that's like that, honestly, is... Uh, the Brewers. Is the Brewers, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're like, wow, that says MB. I had no idea. It's embarrassing None. how late in life I learned both of those. For being a baseball fan, it was like, oh, that's not just a glove? Uh, darn. Gosh, darn it. Um, something happened in the NBA this morning. Jacques Vaughn was fired by the Nets. Now, I guess they had lost a game by 50 points uh, going into the All-Star break. Yes. Uh, sounds like he's lost the confidence of the players. I know you have a lot of experience with Jacques, right? Was He's, he's a contemporary of yours back from the Big 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 8 or Big 12? Uh, I did not. I never played against Jacques in the Big 12. That's Jacques, what I'm at. Yeah, you never played uh, against him. Yet. No, uh, but Jacques was, he went to Pasadena Muir High School 
He was a couple years ahead of me. We beat them in the playoffs, and he, but he was like a legend. Like that was the guy who anybody who was a pure point guard wanted to be like. And then he went and played at Kansas, and again, kind of same thing. So I'm not, I can't say like I'm super tight with Jock, but um, I've always been a fan, and he's sort of a contemporary, sort of. Um, but this is big because remember Sean Marks is at his core a Spurs guy. Jock Vaughn is a Spurs guy. That's that's a family type of thing. And to fire him, they they obviously did not want to fire Jock Vaughn as they brought him back as head coach. Remember he was the interim head coach uh, previously uh, before he didn't get the job. But uh, this just means they they quit on him. They quit on him. Now, um, that whole Steph Sabrina thing on Saturday, for those who haven't followed this, Steph Curry and Sabrina, what, Ionescu, I think is how you pronounce her name. They yes. had a uh, three point challenge for charity. It was really built up to be the greatest thing in the history of the sexes. Um, and that we were supposed to change the way we feel about the sexes. And um, it's Monday, and I haven't quite felt that, but that's cool. Um, Kenny Smith. <laughs> Kenny Smith was was broadcasting the game, um, the exhibition, and he ruffled a little feathers as he he made this commentary. I think she should have shot from the women's line. She should have shot from the women's line. That would have been a fair contest. I still root for Sabrina. I still root for Sabrina. We all are rooting for Sabrina. She should have shot from the three-point line at the women's shoot front. Why are you putting those boundaries on her? That's she, not a boundary. She That's what the game shoot. is. She wanted to shoot. They have a smaller ball, don't they? She shot a WNBA ball. WNBA ball is smaller. She shot with the WNBA yeah, ball. Yeah, she, she shot from the line. In, in there's the a the women's team. tee in golf and there's a men's tee. For a reason. No. She a shooter shoot. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, but they shoot from where they shoot from. No. Thank you. No, no, no. Sabrina, Good job, Sabrina. No, but, but don't let any man put boundaries on you like Kenny. Uh, but then give him a regular don't, ball then. Don't let him say boundaries on you. Give him a regular ball then. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of people who didn't like that by Kenny. Kenny's saying that she should have shot through the uh, from the women's three-point line for the WNBA dub. Yeah, you 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 almost you almost felt like did did Kenny want to say go shoot from the kitchen? Was that what he was he was saying? I don't think it was as chauvinistic as people make it out to be, and I guarantee what we're reacting to is what's you know social media. Oh my God, he's such a chauvinist. Um, you know, I I if the exercise was for them to shoot the same shot, well then they have to shoot with the same basketball though. I'll actually kind of agree with them. Like, what are we doing? Right, play with a smaller ball. Shoot from the women's three-point line. But you play with a smaller ball, you shoot from the same line. I don't know. Like, why do we have different rules? If if you don't need different rules, then don't have different rules when you play. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest battle of the sexes. It was just actually weird. I don't know why she couldn't just participate in the three-point shooting contest. That's what when, I was thinking. Like, why? I like we all agree, like. She obviously is a great shooter, and um, she's a great women's player. But if she's going to shoot from the men's line and we're going to do this competition against Steph, like, why couldn't they have hopped in the competition? That was so weird. Wasn't it? Because she, she made 26 threes, and then yes. they put the graphic up there that 26 threes was, was the most that any of the other participants in the real competition shot. And I'm thinking, so why not just have women in, in that competition? It seemed like an easy fix. Um but we're still waiting. We're still waiting for this paradigm shift and the way we uh, consider the sexes. 
Um, one last note from the NFL, Doug. Okay. Speak, uh, Steve Spagnola, who signed an extension with the Chiefs last week to be their DC for quite some time. He was also quoted over the weekend as saying that he wants to be a head coach. Um, and that cup, that's coupled with Pro Football Talk's commentary this past weekend that is there an age discrimination issue with head coaches being hired in the NFL? Um, Steve Spagnolo, does he deserve another shot? Do you think he'll get another shot? Uh, does he deserve another shot? Sure. Well, you know, why not? He's, he's done a mav- marvelous job with the Kansas City Chiefs as their defensive coordinator. I thought he was good with his uh, Giants defensive coordinator, the Saints defensive coordinator. Remember, he's a Ram- he was a Rams head coach. Um, Vic Fangio, you know, famously, another tremendous defensive coordinator. He got a couple years in Denver. I, I don't think there's age discrimination. I don't think there's racial discrimination. I think there's, it's really hard to get a head coaching job. I think that's exactly what it is. And it's fairly arbitrary, but it's also about who you know. Like, you and I have discussed this before. My son's favorite show is Survivor. Favorite show is Survivor. And I'm like, good, you know why? That's the most important show you can watch if you ever want to get into business. It's about your alliances as much as what you know. It's about who you know. Guys that get hired. Now, look, is there a certain sense that you hire some of these younger coaches so the GMs and the presidents and the team owners have a greater say because they don't have the ego of an older coach? Sure. But with that, you're sacrificing the experience they have. There's also a push right now for more offensive coaches developing young quarterbacks uh, into the league. And obviously, it's worked out with with Andy Reid. It's worked out with Kyle Shanahan to a certain extent. Um, although, you know, John Harbaugh's had no trouble developing Lamar Jackson. He was a special teams coach. So some of this is the trends going on. But, like, we make it out when a group of, when a guy doesn't get a job, and you're like, man, he's got the resume to do it. Well, one, it's hard to get that second chance. And two... It's just really hard to get a job. There's 32 jobs in the entire sport. Okay, 32. 32. And here's another thing. You keep winning and getting to Super Bowls. It's also hard, hard to hire you because you don't have a chance sometimes to really dig in on the recruiting process or on the interview process. But I don't think there's an age. There's a little bit, right? But the fact is that it's much more about who you know and who you're connected to and do they get the GM job or do they get the president job and are they willing to stand on the table and go, I know he's a defensive guy, I know he was the coach of the Rams for a couple years, but look at the success he's had. He knows who to hire. He deserves a second shot. And that's Jason Stewart with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Doug Gottlieb in for Collins, the herd here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Let's uh, we're going to welcome in Rick Buecher in a moment. Obviously, All Star Weekend is now behind us. We get ready for the stretch run of the NBA and and into the playoffs. And there's a a lot we don't know. I I thought the LeBron thing was was interesting, right? He me LeBron claimed to have heard about Golden State's desire to trade for him when everybody else did. When everybody else did. And you're like, there's no way. Right? No way. That Adrian Wojnarowski, and remember, it came out about a week after the trade deadline had already passed. Like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, Golden State kicked the tires 
on uh, on LeBron James and the Lakers, and they said thanks, but no thanks. But there was some form of either informal talks or offer sort of made, like, hey, what do, what do you think? Like, we, we get those two together and see if they can make a run towards a championship. I, I actually get why the Warriors reached out. I don't get why the Lakers... I don't want to get why the Lakers didn't give it greater consideration. Like, are you really going to do another Kobe Bryant? Now, the thing is, I'm sure they think, all right, this summer, another star is coming. Like, uh, okay. Do they want to play with LeBron? Do they want to play with AD? Do they want to play for Darvin Ham? And what does LeBron look like? Remember, this is, you're getting peak Anthony Davis. He spent the entire offseason training, conditioning. He looks great. And for the most part, he's had a very, he's had a really good year. And even with that, they're a 500 team. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Let's welcome in Rick Buecher for Fox Sports, foxsports.com. He joins us. Of course, you can see him on uh, Speak for Yourself as well as other uh, shows on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Buecher, it, it feels like the more we want the players to play with 
some form of intensity at the defensive end, the less we get. Mm-hmm. The less we get. Is there any is there any solution that can that, that can be made? Are you talking about All Star Game, or are you talking yes. about the game in general? Uh, the All Star Game. No, there's 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 not a solution because we've it, it's we the solution that I keep hearing is well we just we need to make, we need to put more money into it we need to incentivize it the money is already to a point where it it does not matter and there's no real incentive that you can add to the All Star Game that is going to make it meaningful to a collection of stars versus a collection of other stars. This, and Adam Silver sort of addressed it, and I, and, and I agree with it, this is a mindset that we've now incorporated into the development of the game in this country, which is that winning doesn't matter. Winning, I mean, you've, I'm sure you've been to plenty of AAU tournaments. Who wins ultimately? You play so many games. Winning the championship does not matter. It's individually, can I show you the skills that I have? That's going to be my gateway to uh, to to success. Which is and what is and how do we define success? Success is getting the bag. And I don't want to put this on LeBron as much as I think he's a reflection of how this has evolved. But when LeBron came into the league, he didn't say I want to be the greatest player that's ever played. He didn't say I wanted to win championships. He said I wanted to be the fir- I want to be the first billion dollar athlete. That's where the target was set. And so at this point, the All-Star game, what does the All-Star game mean to all of these guys who are making hundreds of millions of dollars with that being the objective? They've got a weekend where it's all business, yes. where they're meeting with their sponsors and their, and their marketing agents. And how am I going to make more money? That's what All Star, uh, the All Star Weekend, is all about for the league and for the players. And then you want them to flip a switch and go, "Oh, I got to play this game, and it's got to be important." <laughs> Why is it important? Uh, because yeah, but it, you, you it, know, it, but it's but it's like but it's like look, if you're if if you're if you're a, a venture capitalist and you're going around and you're you're gonna you know you go pop in on a company or you have a meeting yeah. in a company and you're thinking about investing in it, everyone else, any other company is gonna put their best foot forward when important people are watching. Yeah. They do the opposite. They do the opposite. But so it's it's like if you walked in, you're like, man, I'm really thinking about buying about about investing in this company, and dudes are sleeping on the job. Like what? Like why would I? I do it. They're in a TV negotiate, TV contract negotiation, yeah. and you have Jalen Brown saying like, you know, sixty-five is too many. How about fifty-eight <laughs> games is all we need to play? Yeah. Like, dude, you're gonna get an average of fifty-eight million dollars over five years, and you're trying to play less, not more. But here's, but here's the thing that like the players don't feel the players are going to get paid. The players oh, are going to get, and they've been they've yes. been given this. The, the, this has been you know, demonstrated to them over and over again, you're going to get paid regardless. Yes. You're going to get a suit. You're going to get a, a max contract regardless. Yes. So why would they feel invested in the overall of the league when they are celebrated regardless? 
of of any of that. So I just I feel like the NBA All Star Weekend has to go the same direction that the NFL uh, did with the Pro Bowl, which is just I I would make it a series of uh, I would make it a series of competitions. Uh, who's who's got the best handle? Who's the best passer? Find find competition that allows you to compete for that. Because I do think that that element, and again, there's probably a, a monetary tie to it in terms of what it does for you in endorsements and whatnot. If you can say, I mean, look what it did. Look what it does for Mac Mac McClung. He's not even an NBA player, but as a dunker. He's got all these other endorsements that he otherwise would not have because he can say I'm 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 the best best dunker, and so I think if you could take that and say you know have proof positive have have a I don't know how you what what how you would structure it but if you could have a um, a handle contest between Steph Curry but, but like, and but like look, the, the 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 dunk contest is worse than it's ever been. Can't get into those guys. I'm not going to argue that. Okay, so um, you know the three-point shooting contest was like wh- whatever. Yeah. I, I just I, I I don't. All right, let, let's get to a couple other things that we learned over the weekend. Rick Buecher joined us, FoxSports.com and Fox Sports One. Um, LeBron claims he found out about the Warriors' interest in training him when everybody else did. Are you <laughs> buying that? No. Well, it's not possible. Because we all found out about it well after he was asked about it or told about it. We didn't find out, you know, a lot of these things we find out in real time, but it, it literally it was, would you do this? And Rich Paul's not categorically answering that question without talking to LeBron. Draymond, I don't know why he would go to Rich, Rich with it rather than go to to LeBron and say, hey, would you do this? And we've been told that's what happened. He went to LeBron and asked him. And we found out that it wasn't happening well after it could have. So it's literally impossible that he found out the same time that we all did. Is it? Is it? Uh, was it a power play? And by power play, I mean, you know, like LeBron doesn't really want to leave L.A., you know, right. happy. He's building a gigantic house. And his Bryce yep. is in school. His daughter's in school. He doesn't yep. really, but the Bronny's not doing anything at USC. That is a complete dumpster fire. Yep. And in order to guarantee that he would get what he wanted, he go, you know, I could go play at Golden State. I could go try and win a championship. And he got the promises that he wanted by leveraging the fact that there's interest for him out there. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the, how it ended up. I, I, from what I understand, this was a Joe Lake production. Okay. This was Joe, and and I think Draymond made the ask because Joe wanted him to make the ask. But this was this was more Joe Lake trying to demonstrate I will do anything to win, and and I'm always coming up with new ideas, and and I think it was a mistake, honestly, because. There was plenty of ways to find out where LeBron's head was at without, without overtly going to Genie and the Lakers and saying, "Hey, you know, could we make a deal for for LeBron?" Um, because I think it creates a problem in potentially in your sure. locker room because guys sure. are now looking around and there's 
three or four guys that are like, oh, so they were they were willing to move us out for LeBron. And well, we and then, we we it do, don't you get the sense that Clay's one of those guys, right? I've always thought yeah. Clay is a Laker, and and look yeah. around. How does it end with Clay Thompson and the Warriors? I would expect that they are going to try to find to find a way to re-sign him. Um, it's not going to be the max deal that he wanted or talked about uh, last summer. And it's a matter of whether they can, they can find that number or not. But I do believe that when it comes to Steph and Draymond, uh, that, and Steve uh, Kerr, that they'd like to find a way to keep these guys together and make it, and make it work. Uh, I, and, and a bigger part of it is, I don't know what you're going to get for Clay at this point that's going to make you measurably better. That's really the the issue that they're that they are facing is they looked at winning the 2022 championship as oh we just breathed we we just breathed new life into our dynasty. We're going on another run now. Instead of looking at it as this was a last gasp. And I've said if they were going to rebuild or start over or move in a new direction right after that 2022 championship was the, was the time to do it. And I said at the time, don't think that this is like the rejuvenation. They, they, they reached back from, they, they reached out of the coffin and grabbed one more is what they did. Yep. And signing, signing Andrew Wiggins to a big contract, signing Jordan Poole to a big contract, it's fool's thinking gold. that Clay was going to yeah. be the same. No, like, it's fool's gold. It's just, it, it was it, a mistake. It, it, yeah, it's it, fool's gold. It's just, that was the time to move. Buke, real quick, and it's my apologies. It's me on time, not you. Um, the Doc Rivers thing hasn't gone well record-wise. Yeah. Uh, is it? I mean, is this just the, what happens when you change coaches and cultures, or is this a bad fit? Well, I, I don't know that Doc was ever going to be the solution or that Adrian really was the problem. Adrian Griffin was the problem. I felt like this Milwaukee Bucks team took a step back when they traded Drew Holiday sure. for Damian Lillard. Yep. They, they lost their second-best defensive perimeter player. Chris Middleton is at a point where he's not the same. Um, it's the, they were the oldest team in the league coming into the season, and they're particularly not good on the perimeter – and you're playing against a load of teams that are all have offensive weapons on the perimeter. So I just I think they looked at it and said the players were not responding to Griff. They weren't going to get anywhere close to where they hoped to go. And they hoped that Doc, with a ring and as a veteran coach, you know, rather than a rookie coach, he could possibly move this in a different direction. Honestly. I would have given the job to Joe Prunty because he's done a tremendous job as a as a fill-in coach in a multitude of situations. Rather than invest in a new case, I would have given him the rest of the season to see where it goes and then make a decision. Uh, the fact that they signed Doc to a multi-year contract, I guess they just they like paying multiple coaches. I guess. Because I never thought it was going to work. Rick Buecher, Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1, foxsports.com. Read his work. Buecher, the best man. Have a, have a happy uh, President's Day and look forward to talking with you soon.
You got it. Thanks, Doug. All right. That's the one and only Rick Buecher. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.